Hi, I'm Bill Gaither, and welcome to More Than the Music, a podcast where you can join me for conversations with some of the most interesting people I know. Each episode features a special guest who has inspired me in some way during my 50 years in the music industry. You'll meet incredible artists, writers, and comedians, sports figures, and other folks I'm grateful to call my friends. Join me now for this week's episode of More Than the Music. It's going to be good. Guess who? Bill Gaither, one of the <laughs> finest boom boom singers known uh, in like most, uh, there's three or four states, I think. <laughs> you know, Gordon, when I saw your name was on the list today, I said, my lands, I could do this one in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you could be sleeping for all we know. You're sleeping a lot of the times we're together. <laughs> Gordon, <laughs> boy, if, if you add up uh, the miles on the road that we have been together and the hours in the studio, it probably would add up more than you've been with Kimberly and I've been with glory. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a fact. And we're just adding to it every, every month. We seem to be adding and adding and adding to it. Uh, we're, it's so fun to be with such a creative mind as yours. Uh, even though you are asleep most of the time, it's still, when you pop up, it's pretty amazing what you come up with, but seriously, we're having a lot of fun. And we've been doing it uh, truly for, what, for about 20 years now? Yeah. Well, the first time I ever played on a vocal band record was for Michael Sykes. Oh, yeah. And I just remember uh, playing. He called me and he said, hey, I want you to come do some overdubs on this uh, Gaither vocal band thing. And the first thing I asked him was, is Bill going to be there? Because I'd never <laughs> met you. And I, I, you know, grew up loving the vocal band and loving what you and Bill, uh, you and Gloria do and... Uh, so that was my first question to him, not what did it pay, you know, <laughs> I wanted to know if you and Gloria or you might be there. So having the chance to meet you all those years ago, and um, man, we have had a great ride, yeah. all those uh, nights out on the road, yeah. and uh, yeah. man, uh, I, I wouldn't take anything for it, that's for sure. And for you who are listening, uh, this this is quite a story. Uh, uh, Gordon is uh, is what Mark Lowry calls uh, visually impaired. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Mark has several names for me. He called me a music schizophrenic one time because I love so many different kinds of music. You never know what Mark's going to say. Yeah. But uh, for for all of you who knows know Gordon's story, he's the first blind uh, student in Alabama. Why do you call it? You you mainstreamed in school yeah. into the public school system. We mainstreamed back in 1978 when we were all in third grade. There was a small group of us, my brother and I, being two of the six kids who mainstreamed into the public school system, and so. The world I grew up in was much different than the world that a lot of blind people grow up in, yeah. uh, being around a lot of blind people as they are. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in a sighted world where I had to figure it out. And I'm very grateful that mom and dad pushed my brother and I. My brother's name is Michael. Uh, he's currently uh, works for a computer software company, 
and works in radio, and he's just an incredibly talented man. Uh, but mom and dad, they never, they didn't let us have any excuses. They didn't give us a pass on anything. We, we had to figure it out, and and it took a lot of memorization and a lot of uh, hard work. But I'm so grateful they pushed us as hard as they did because they knew, Bill, that we would live in a sighted world, and uh. so we needed to learn how to figure out how to navigate it. The interesting thing with you is, for instance, we are both real sports fans. Oh, yeah. And, and, and when Gordon talks about a game, he's, uh, he always uses uh, sight words. He'll say, man, that's the best play I ever saw. You know, he'll describe the play <laughs> in detail. We were on a cruise at Paul Westfall, the NBA great Hall of Famer, and he <laughs> said, man, he's recalling plays and describing plays to me like he saw them. I said, that's the Gordon we all know and love, you know. So <laughs> no excuses, right? No excuses. Well, that's right. That's right. And no regrets, yeah. you know. Uh, we only have one time to uh, live this life. And, you know, so like you said so many times, no matter what we have to deal with, everybody's got something that could keep them from uh, being – all they could be. And so we just have to take the cards we've been dealt, take the talents that we've been given and take those things that maybe are a little bit ugly or a little bit different or a little bit whatever, and just take them and say, okay, God, this is what I have to offer. Now, if you can take it and do something with it, uh, let's go, let's rock on. And he always can, he can take whatever we have to offer. And really it's not, uh, I mean, I've put the hard work in and and still continue to learn and uh, learn every day and work hard every day. But it's not just about making a living. It's about honoring God with our gifts, uh, what he's given us, instead of complaining about maybe what we don't have, uh, being grateful for what we do have and giving God the glory for that. I think it's really important for us all to do that, no matter what our situation you know, I think this is uh, this is something I have found true in life. And many times, our our very limitations are the things that make us uh, succeed in other areas. For instance, I can remember talking to Michael Booth, and and Michael would tell anybody, you know, he's the first tenor, but he just he doesn't have those real high notes. Uh, he he can sing them, but not for very long. And and I said, <laughs> and I said, Michael, that limitation might end up being your strength. Mm. And it certainly has. I mean, the Booth brothers sing within their limits what they can do, but boy, the final product is so fantastic. Mm. I even go farther than that. I think it's singing within your anointing or working yeah. with it. Within it. Yeah. And there's nothing any worse than somebody trying to do something that he shouldn't be doing. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. And you know, uh, being... Being in the production chair um, as much as I have been lately, that's kind of up to me to tell them, hey, you know what? This probably isn't for you. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, and so I kind of have to be the referee sometimes. I kind of <laughs> have to make those decisions that might be difficult for them to see, to make, or whatever. But you try to do it. Me being a singer, I think, helps me navigate those uh, highways a little bit more, too, probably. 
Gordon spends most of his time, uh, obviously, in the gospel music field, or at least on the road in the gospel music field. But when he's in town, he plays on some incredible, fantastic artist sessions. But he plays on sessions like, and you'll have to fill in some blanks here, Gordon, for me. Who are all the country artists and secular artists? That, that well, you're... I don't remember, uh, but but just here lately, uh, we've been working on a uh, the song that won the CMA Song of the Year, God's Country, Blake Shelton. Yeah, uh, I played on that. I played from probably, uh, gosh, for the last 15, 20 years with Blake on all the records he's made. Uh, everybody from, you know, Rascal Flatts, Lady Annabellum, Dan and Shay, the vocal groups to, yeah. you know, the big solo artists, uh, you know, the Brad Paisleys of the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, the I mean, I've been very, very fortunate to work with pop artists like Lionel Richie and James Taylor. And then, of course, you know, Amazing. the gospel world. Worked yeah. with the, so many great artists in the gospel world, and yeah. it's been fun lately, Bill, to not only play on sessions, but start producing. And I mean, all of us as musicians, every day we're on the floor playing on something. Yeah. We're producing. Yeah. Uh, in a way, you know, we're bringing our ideas to the table. But now, having the opportunities that I've had over the last several years to actually jump in the producer's chair and get to uh, do that. It's something I've always wanted to do and something I always felt like I could do. And so I've been very, very fortunate in my recording career, both as a musician, a producer, uh, a vocalist. Uh, And and I'm just grateful for every opportunity. And, you know, sometimes, uh, Bill, you know, people say, well, what have you done lately? And I can't remember (laughs) because what I remember is what I did yesterday, you know, uh, what I'm working on right now or what I've got coming up. And so it's not that I try to uh, sidestep the question. Sometimes somebody will say, hey, did you play on such and such a song? And I'll have to go to allmusic.com or one of those sites and see if I actually did play on it. Somebody say, I heard that. It sounded like you. And I don't remember and uh, somebody asked me if I played on a Keith Urban song. I don't yeah. remember what the song was. I had to go and find out for them. They wouldn't leave me alone about it. So I had to but anyway, I'm sure that you're the same way. We don't remember all the stuff that we've done in the past. We're more concerned about what we've got coming up in the future. However, you have played on just about on, on just about all of them. And I know that Gloria and I take a lot of pride when we turn on the CMA award show. And, <laughs> and there is the orchestra. And they get you a lot of times from the back. And I don't know whether you know it or about, but you got a hole in the top of your hair, uh, your haircut. And, and I say... <laughs> I say, I, I know that kid. I mean, that's, yes. that's Gordon It's my Moody. signature. <laughs> yes. And, 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 and for you country music fans, I uh, if, well, first of all, uh, you went to Belmont University yeah. and uh, graduated there. They're very proud of you there at Belmont because they put so many people into the music field. But it wasn't long that you were your first introduction, I think, probably on the road was uh, with Porter Wagner, wasn't it? Well, I did Lee Greenwood first. That, that's uh, right. Right out of college. Yeah, yeah. I worked with Lee Greenwood, and yeah. then I worked with uh, Tanya Tucker, worked with Trisha Yearwood, yeah. I worked with all the Woods. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then, um, I, but I did get to, <laughs> to play with Porter on the Grand Ole Opry, got to be in the studio with him, produce yeah. some things with him. And that was, uh, I wouldn't take anything for that. His stories and just his... Uh, his persona, he's just larger than life and yeah. 
through him, I met so many of the Opry greats and got to play with everybody from Willie Nelson to Charlie Pride to little Jimmy Dickens to <laughs> Bill Anderson. I mean, you name. And I grew up listening to the Opry as a kid. I'd have my transistor radio under my pillow, and I was supposed <laughs> to be asleep. It was bedtime, and I was supposed to be asleep on Saturday night because it was church on Sunday morning, and I had my transistor radio under my pillow listening to the Grand Ole Opry. So to be able to play the Opry meant a lot to me. Okay, for anybody who's hung around uh, Gordon for very long, sooner or later, in talking about Porter Wagner, we would say to Gordon, Gordon, give us a little bit, and how would Porter face this particular uh, interview that you're getting ready to do right now? What would Porter say? Son, it's, it's unbelievable that you can have uh, these podcasts. I don't know what a pod is, but sound like sound like uh, some kind of a of a uh, you know peas in a pod. I don't understand the podcast, but uh, people all over the world listen to these things. They got these little handheld gizmos, and they just put it on there, and it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's strong. It's son. It's Unbelievable. It really is. Fantastic. I'm just glad to be on here. Okay, so what happens So what happens in studios? Every now and then, uh, something will break down, and the engineer will have to fix it. And so we always have Gordon there for entertainment to say what we're <laughs> – and, of course, he's a big baseball fan. You can say, now, who's your favorite baseball team or talk about it? And it always goes to Chicago for some reason. Oh, uh, yeah. oh absolutely, because I was a huge Harry Carey. So you wonder I how we, so you wonder how you wonder how we spend our time on the road and in the studios. This is the crazy kind of stuff that goes on. And you love statistics. I mean you are you you are amazing as, as far you know, the first time you were with us on a cruise, I was introducing you to the crowd, and I told them that you <laughs> you had I a, remember you had a photographic mind, and you had a perfect pitch. Now, perfect pitch means that yeah, I don't care who sings a note, you can say that's a B flat, that's a that's a F sharp. In my case, it's always an A flat or something is flat. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's always flat, and several <laughs> and on occasion. If you look at him the wrong way, he'll sing two or three notes at the same time. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> but at any rate, so I told the folks, I said, uh, this guy is brilliant. He's got this photographic mind, and he's got this perfect pitch. And so we uh, we got off the ship in one of the ports to uh, just have a day of leisure, and there was a lady calling back to some a friend of hers and said, Bill's got this new piano player. Said he is amazing. He's got perfect ears, and he's got a pornographic mind. <laughs> That's a good way to start a rumor right there, buddy. Yeah. Just one letter can change the whole thing. This podcast is being sponsored by the folks at Game Show Network. Game Show Network is dedicated to creating family-friendly, fun programming that's right for everyone. They've got great shows morning, noon, and night, and their afternoon block of original programs from 4 to 8 are the kinds of play-along, laugh-along shows that you can watch no matter who is in the room. 
Great to share with your kids or your grandkids. It's the kind of entertainment that will have everyone shouting their answers along with the television as they all watch the same screen. And these days, we know it's tough to get everyone to agree on, well, just about anything. If you're looking for entertainment that the whole family can enjoy together, the answer is Game Show Network. One letter can change the whole thing, but I am amazed uh, about your memory, especially when it comes to statistics and uh, statistics in sports. And uh, Okay, give you a little trivia right here. Uh, okay. This far in the NBA season, since we both love NBA basketball, okay. you know I'm a huge Dallas Mavericks yeah. fan. Okay. Luka okay. Doncic yes. has nine triple-doubles. The rest of the NBA players combined have eight. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Pretty he's amazing. an incredible young player. He's going to be, he's going to, he's going to do some things and set some records that nobody will catch. And I think uh, also the Dallas Mavericks have a very good chance. The West is always, you know, is always hard to surface in. Yeah. But 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 what are they now? Four or five or three or four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 four. Looking at three, but you know they. The Lakers are so good right now, and you know who knows with you know they've got you know with LeBron uh, being older, you know we'll see how his health holds up. Right yeah. now, you know they're they're playing really good basketball. They're playing team basketball for the first time in a long time. The Lakers are, so yeah. it's it's fun to watch them because uh, they really do play as a team. They've got good team chemistry. Uh, but if Dallas could find themselves two or three. At the end of the year, uh, that wouldn't be too bad. But that West is always wide open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know it's amazing. Uh, Lakers are playing team ball because of of because of LeBron James. He is a team player, and he's an amazing yeah. passer. And uh, he, you know, I, I know he has his critics, but boy, he's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Alabama fan, and and of course, our basketball team. We've sent some really great talent to the NBA. That young point guard, Colin Sexton, who plays for the Cavs. Yeah. Man, he, he's a special point guard, too. But Bill and I, when we're not talking about music, we're talking about sports. I love baseball and football and basketball, so we have a lot to catch up on. Sometimes we'll talk to each other, and it, we, music won't even come up for the first 10 to 20 minutes of our conversation. <laughs> even if we're in the middle of working on a vocal band record, we got to yeah. get the the sports thing out of the way first. And then people will say, well, do you play your piano at home or do you listen to, and you know, and Bill's probably the same way. A lot of times when we get home, we just want to get away from it for a minute and we have other things. And that way our mind is more fresh when we do come back to the music, but the music is always, it's always there, you know, it's always number one, you know, but sometimes when we get away from it and do those other things that we enjoy, and I love to read, mm-hmm. Bill and I are always suggesting books for one another to read. That's amazing. Um, uh, and Bill, uh, Bill is me. That last thing that you told me I needed, I mean, you've gave me some really good recommendations here, but you're on a good roll. You, you, you need to keep reading. You know, that, that's one of the good things about getting old. You do have more time to read. And especially, I love to read historical stuff because... Uh, you, oh, yeah. I mean, me you, too. You show me a man that doesn't know where he's been, 
and I'll show you one who does not know where he's going. And that's a, and, and you can put that down as the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And you are a piece of history, so you probably find yourself in a lot of <laughs> I was I, I was there for most of it, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just want to say this because uh, because uh, I can, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I wish people could be just see you in the studio. Just one time, because your passion for what we do, it makes everybody better. And it just, there's a fire inside of you that is contagious. And I love that so much. I love, it's such an honor to be producing this Gator Vocal Band material with you for the last several years. Good stuff. Um, You know, it's a dream of mine, but your passion for music and your passion for the message and your passion for excellence is so contagious and it makes everybody around you better and i'm a better man for having been around you and been influenced by you and i think a lot of people would say that but since i have the opportunity to say it now i will say it i wish people could see it because they hear it when they hear the albums but i wish they could see how excited you get and i wish they could know how much you and i talk about what we're doing before we actually get in there and do it and all the ideas and the time we spend talking and creating and dreaming and all those things. And, and for you to be 83 years old and, you know, you don't, 80, need, 83. You don't have to do that. My Lance. That's You're old. 83, Bill. I, I know you slept through, you slept through a lot of those years, but you are 83. But to just to see this energy is just pretty mind boggling. And so I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for glory. I'm grateful for the, legacy that you guys continue to build and i'm grateful to be a small part of of what you're doing now well let's look forward to the next 20 years that we've got to get Come on with it. <laughs> hey, Come another, on. hey another thing I, I need to bring up and the people need to know about gordon moat because it's very very important and he'll say you know what i've got to cancel tomorrow the next day i said why Parker's got a ball game, or one of his kids going to do this. And for you, you who don't know, first of all, Gordon is married to a beautiful girl. How in the world did you ever get Kimberly, Gordon? Well, I had a seeing eye dog in college, and he got he got her attention, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> I don't think I've ever got her attention without the dog. But uh, her name is Kimberly. We've been married 27 years. We have three children. Ashton is our youngest. He's 12, and Parker is 20. He's at Sanford University in Birmingham, a double major in secondary education and Christian ministry. He'd love to uh, teach and coach at the high school level. And then our daughter, Samantha, is 23, and she's getting married soon. Oh, that's what I heard. And what a sweet kid she is. Well, they're all, I mean, you've got great kids. And the good thing that I love about you is the fact that, hey, I'd love to do this, but I got to do something with the kid. And that's the thing. The studio is so much fun. I am serious. I mean, if, if you're bitten by the studio, you, you know, in sports, they call them gym rats or, or basketball. They call mm-hmm. them gym, gym yep. rats. The studio it's so much fun, and Gloria will look at me and she says, you just love that, don't you? I say, I really, really do, because you can do so many great things. But if you don't watch it, especially when you got family, there are other things going on. And it's just, it's a constant uh, balancing act. And, there, and sometimes when you have said no, you have said yes to something better. 
And well, so, family is so important, and I don't want to have any regrets when it comes to that. You know, so many of my friends, they have blinked and worked and worked and worked, but then they turn around and their family's gone. They're yeah. they're all out of the house. Yeah. They're gone. And I just, I so badly want to make sure I, I enjoy as much time with them as I can. And our schedules are crazy. But when I'm home, I want to make sure it's quality time and that I'm I'm present when I'm yeah. home. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, you'll never regret that. You may regret some things, maybe being gone too much or yeah. being working too much, but you'll never regret spending time with your family. Yeah. You, you know, uh, I remember the first weekend you were with us. We were up northeast in Portland, Maine, and we went out to eat a wonderful fish. You get, you get great fish up there on the uh, coast, of course. And we all ate. We had a wonderful time. There were about seven or eight of us. We got up and left and got about a block or two down the road on the way back to the auditorium. Somebody said, where's Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> we went back there. There you were at the table all by yourself. Yes. Well, I was just glad you didn't stick me with a check. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd still be washing dishes. But that was a yeah. whole, that was a whole re a new learning experience for most of us. And to be honest with you, I still haven't gotten it very well. Every, <laughs> every now and then, I lead uh, Gordon. The other day, I was leading. We we're going somewhere, and I led him right into a door. Yeah, <laughs> and what'd you say? What would you say when when you you hit that door? You said, "Oh, oh. I told him." I told him. I said, "I'm gonna have to get me a new dog." <laughs> <laughs> this dog ain't working. Oh, but we have a good time, and you know, you just learn to laugh. And and I've always the greatest compliment that anyone can pay me is, "Oh my gosh, we forgot. We forget you're blind. You're yeah. just so normal." Yeah, and that's the best compliment because you know it's. Uh, I don't want, I, I want to be independent and I want to be, I don't want to be that guy that is always uh, holding it back or, oh, well, we can't do that because Gordon can't see or whatever. I love just to be able to do what everybody else does. And uh, with God's help, I've been able to do that. I mean, I don't drive, but there are a lot of people out there listening to us right now, Bill, that have no business driving. Um, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have anybody in mind, do you? <laughs> uh, I would be talking to him. <laughs> first, first time I rode with Bill in his car, I think I accept, I think I got saved again three or four times. I just wanted to make sure. I was still afraid. But, not- uh, uh, but seriously, we have a great time, and and uh, life is. My life is made to live, man. Life yeah. is not made to 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 think about what you don't have and, and dwell on that. Life is made to live, and so I'm trying to live it to the fullest. Uh, and um, I'm so grateful that I got great family and I got great friends like you to help me do it. I read a book uh, recently about the editor of the Elle magazine uh, in, in France, and uh, he was in a major wreck that um, left him as a paraplegic. And uh, uh, and he wrote a book, and uh, one of the first things he said in the book after this wreck and after he realized uh, an eye was gone and, and he didn't have use of his body and a lot, a lot of stuff like that, they said, how in the world did you make it? He said, I sat down and said, okay, what do I have left? <laughs> 
And I thought, man, that's philosophical, you know, because uh, we, we, we are all dealing with losses every day of our life. You know, I, you know, I, I talk, and, and when you live this long, you have lost some of the primary people out of your entire life. And there are days, mm. there are days yeah. when I see something, I wish I could pick up the phone and say, hey, Dad, I just saw a car that I knew mm-hmm. uh, you know, at 1947 or 1948 you know, when we were kids or something. Yeah. And, and he's not there. And so, so you just can't spend your life thinking about what you have lost. Because, That's true. Because, and, and, and I know people who hang with me probably get tired of this subject, but, but I said you've got to develop some kind of a healthy theology and philosophy about the word loss. Not losing, but just loss is going to happen. Loss of hair, loss of memory, loss of, loss of notes, loss of, you know, of, of ability to, to get around. You have done that probably better than anybody I know in my circle. It was interesting. We were in a studio the other day with five musicians, and we said, okay, if you had to do without uh, two of your senses, sight or hearing, what would you let go first? Now, you know what the musicians, you know what they all said. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my ears. Uh, you, I, I don't want to get rid of my sight, but, I, but I've got to have my ears. Now, I, I think some people might say that they would have to have their eyes. But, mm. but at any rate, we are all dealing with that every day of our lives. And Gordon, bless you, my friend. I don't know. God bless you. Uh, uh, I don't know of anybody who has looked life in the face and said, okay, what do I have left? And man, do you have plenty left? I mean, and you have done it with grace and dignity. I'm proud to know you, my friend. Well, I'm proud to know you, and I'm proud to be affiliated with you and get to spend as much time as I do with you. I don't take that for granted, and we've got a whole lot more great music to make, so I hope the people are ready for us because we are coming strong. Hey, and we need to close this out I'm sure I have told you, you have heard this story about the blind guy in the Target swinging his dog, <laughs> swinging his dog around in the in the air, uh, yeah. and the clerk came up and said, "Can I help you?" And what did the what did the blind guy say? He said, "No, I'm, it's it's all good. I'm just looking around." <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Gordon Moat. You rascal. Have a good day. Hey, you have a great day, too. Love you, too, Bill, and glorious in my love to everybody in the Indiana world. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of More Than the Music. For details on the Gaither Vocal Band tour dates, the latest Gaither music releases, and much more, visit us online at gaither.com. This is Bill Gaither signing off until the next edition of More Than the Music.